regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features of show. Good morning. Good morning. It's regular features. The podcast that's the same every week. Hello. Oh, yes. And welcome to the Regular Features Podcast. It's a perky, perky Saturday morning podcast. Mm. We're recording in the morning on a Saturday. How many times can I say it? <laughs> you can't believe it, can you? Here we are I can't believe on it. a Saturday morning of all days. Because we'd normally record in an evening. Yeah, but it's not. It's daylight. I'm it's stone sunshine. cold Steve Sober. And I can smell what you've been cooking. And I know that's a different wrestler, <laughs> but I can't think of a segue into the features we've got. I've, I've been cooking toast, the breakfast food, because it's Saturday morning. Joe, have you had breakfast? I haven't had breakfast. I've had a singular cup of coffee and a big scoop of morning air in my beautiful urban garden. Uh, it's <laughs> the smell of the Chinese shop just down the way, cooking its first batters and... Uh, and maybe, uh, you know, the, the smell of the men outside who smoke cigarettes on the wall near my house. It's a beautiful day. That's poetic. Mm. It's a vivid picture. I had an excellent um, Kenyan roast uh, this morning. Mm. Um, that's a kind of coffee, actually. Mm. Uh, it's quite a fruity blend. Uh, single estate. Uh, that means it's not a blend. Mm. But uh, it made me do a really big shit. And it was oh, great. Wow. Marvelous. <laughs> I was going to ask you how you make your coffee, but the conversation's moved on to shit, so let's just talk about that instead. <laughs> it was just a big splopper. Ooh. I've got a Mocha Master. That's my recommendation of the week. What? Mocha shit. Master. A Mocha Master. Oh. It's the best way of making coffee. It's very simple. It's like a French, it's like a filter. It's a Mocha Master. It's like a thing. You press the button and the coffee comes out. It's wow. absolutely coffee. I love it. It sounds amazing. I've got... Absolutely no idea what the fuck that is, but it sounds great. And you yeah, you put the like water it. in, and you get the coffee. You put it in. Just press a button, and it goes in. It comes out of the bottom through a mocha master jug, and there's like a and it's called a mocha master, and it's coffee. It's actually my recommendation of the week. Really confusing. <laughs> I don't. And understand. It makes you shit. Don't forget and that. It makes you, it shit. Makes you yeah. shit. Water goes in the top, and shit comes out your body, <laughs> and then it comes into the jug, and that's a. It's called a Mocha Master. You can buy them. And it's coffee. <laughs> Sign me up. I love... <laughs> coffee. <laughs> Great. Um, what features have you got, Joe? I, for one, am uh, addressing a particular problem I have with the presentation of the show The Simpsons on Disney+. Plus. They've got something wrong, and it's not the thing you've already heard all the complaints about, actually. It's kind of more interesting and singular than that, so... Mm, sorry I underestimated you, Joe. And I, thanks for asking, Steve, will be giving my pub away to a lucky reader! Excellent. Steve, what you got? I've got Diddly Squat. Mocha Master recommendations. On the fucking toilet, <laughs> shitting out my beautiful Kenyan roast. <laughs> That's a kind of coffee. Single estate. I like a regular pizza. You like a regular pizza too. Regular regular pizza too. Malfunction. Malfunction. No. Let's get things rolling with my regular feature. As you know, as everyone knows, as the readers know, I know, basically, 
like I said in the second thing, everybody knows <laughs> we're having a live show at my pub in a few months. And I hmm. thought it'd be efficient to combine the gathering of regular features readers in my pub and to turn that into a kind of knockout winner-takes-all competition in which the last podcast reader not to die in the process of a spooky evening drinking in my pub gets to keep the pub. Oh, That's right, gentlemen. I'm getting old. My muscles are ossified. My bones are petrified. And my gallstone has shot out of my dick in a theatrical display of disgust. <laughs> Meanwhile, my loose meat has started to hang off me like I'm a lowly beast made entirely out of earlobes. It's time for someone younger, more beautiful, and far, far bendier than me to inherit my business, which consists of a building I don't own, all the booze that I don't drink out of spite on my last night, and nine non-musical Oompa Loompa variants who are sadly covered by the Employment and Human Rights Legislation. <laughs> of course, this isn't the first time I've tried to give my pub away in a, in a competition. Who can forget the last time I ran a local competition? Oh, <laughs> I did repeat that word. I told you I didn't <laughs> read back and check it. <laughs> Who can forget the last time I ran a local competition to give away my lovely independent pub in a kind of unwitting, non-consensual elimination format? I think it sounded a little bit like this. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely, I, I was so drawn into that narrative that I just didn't even think that you were leading up to the script. I was like, fuck, when did he last try and give away his pub in an elimination <laughs> format? <laughs> Buckle up, kiddos. We're about to enter the pool room. A place where trigonometry, physics, and alcohol combine to form a world of pure imagination. Oh, cool. A pool table. Ah, uh, so how much is it a go? I'm going to put my drink on the edge of it. I'm going to wedge beer mats into the pocket so the balls don't go down and we can play forever. I'm going to pull my trousers halfway down my legs and shuffle around like I've been sedated. Alright, uh, just nip into the bar. Does, does anyone want anything? But the pool room? The pool room is the most astonishing room in the building. Have you ever seen the opening credits to Third Rock from the Sun? Or the bits in the Men in Black movies where planets bounce off each other and fall into black holes? Well, in this room, men become gods and get to reenact these cosmic calamities as though it were but a game. Is it okay if I sit on it for an Instagram photo? Hey, guys, I'm back and I just had a secret shot at the bar and I really feel like shouting. Yeah! <laughs> Woo! 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 deputy do, motherfuckers. <laughs> I might have to put on some real gunshot sounds for that. <laughs> Okay, so that time didn't work. I did not end up giving my pub to either of the two people who hang around in the pool room shouting all day. Um, but there, there was another time the year after. And I want to recount that one to you now. Please. You may. And here we are in the most magical room in any public house, the AstroTurfed Roof Garden. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely a turnover booster in the warmer months. Of which there should hopefully be many more in uh, the years to come, Mr. Scrabble. Absolutely totally doodles, Mr. Hogarty. Ah, yes, with the sun sprinkling its life-giving rays through the leaves of the trees in the car park opposite, the whole 
rooftop area in July can feel like a, a world of pure imagination. And the ROI on the square footage could easily be optimised by investing in more extensive seating, Mr. Holmes. Oh, you took the bullet points right out of my portfolio, Mr. Scribbles. Wait a minute. And my voice has changed to an entirely different one since my last line. Very nice. Wait a minute. My wonka sense is tingling. Open up your raincoats. Well, there's no need for that, Mr. Bly. Nothing untoward going on here. Waiter, you're not two children at all. You're one businessman in two tiny rate coats to make it look like you're two children standing on top of each other. Joe and Steve are suddenly cartoon evil. <laughs> yeah, foiled again. I'll get your moderately successful local pub yet, Bly. And when I do, I'll put Green King IPA on the bar and invite some right-wing piece of shit to come in and hold a pint up to the camera for a photo shoot. And people will vote for them. And you know what? No one will care as much as you think they will. Yes, because no one actually gives a fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, if no one cares, how come there's a sound effect of applause playing right after the sound effect of me shooting you? Oh, my God. People do care. You have taught us the error of my ways. Also, you've <laughs> shot me in the brain, which has changed my character for the better, like in Fight Club. But unlike Fight Club, both of the voices are dying. Yes, I'm sorry. Shooting people in the head isn't a perfect system. So what so happens what now? Happens now? Well, usually by now, a couple of members of staff would have cleared you away with a really oversized dustpan and brush. I'm sure they're on their way. Well, this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Said in a Joss Whedon voice. Yeah, so, so right. Um, so that happened. Awkward. <laughs> okay, so I didn't give my pub to the businessmen or the pub company people either, but there's still one chance left. That the third time I tried to give my pub away in a competition. And here we are in the most magical room in any public house, the cellar. This is where all of the magical intoxicating liquids squirt through pipes of every gauge, propelled by my patented blends of carbon dioxide and nitrogen. Oh wow, Mr. Log, this is ever so wonderful. What a kind and intelligent man you are. It is like a world of pure imagination. Between you and me, the cellar is also a place where you can hide on busier nights, and everyone will assume you've been working as long as you come back up to the bar with dirty hands. And that's where I keep this little tub of convenient filth by the door. Oh, I'm sure you're a very busy man, Mr. Log. Everyone knows pub landlords are very hard-working. Well, yeah. It must be ever so gratifying providing a community space to people who may not have anywhere else to go. Well, yes, suppose. We would love to make this a real thriving hub, supporting local groups and funneling the profits back into the community. Oh, yes, and we'd start selling coffee to increase footfall in the afternoon and increase food offerings to cater to a gluten-free lifestyle. Fuck that. I'm not having anyone coming up to me in a year's time and telling me how much more cool and inclusive the new guys who took over are. Looks like I'm trapped here till I die, baby. Ow! <laughs> 
And everybody <laughs> knows your name. King Billy. <laughs> Do they say cheers in the cheers theme tune? It's the only lyric. Is it? Oh, so what sounds like everybody knows your name is a famous mishearing and actually what they're yeah, saying it's is like cheers, 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 I was looking hard. And then a man in the background just, it's, it's like a little thesaurus comes in, just goes, staring. <laughs> it's really funny. It's like an accessibility feature. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like it's got a little purple underline and you right click it. I'm sad that I'm happy. I'm small, but I'm doing fine. I'm lost, but I'm hopeful. Yeah. I'm green, but I'm see through. I'm wet, but I'm somehow dry. I shake when I wobble, baby. And what it all comes down to is that all a jelly boy can do is jiggle and spin. Cause I got no skin or muscle, and my bones are made out of gelatin. Have either of you ever... Well, Steve, what was that face? That really put me off. I've never seen you make that face before. <laughs> it's a new one. Just working on a new one. <laughs> that was crazy. That was like a different guy was on the call. <laughs> do you want me to do it again, Log? Yeah, yeah I want to see. Wanna... Okay. There was, there was an arm action as well. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. It wasn't as good. Yeah, it was the uh, yeah. There was a real like menacing, <laughs> menacing yeah. aspect to the eyes. Fucking goofy superhero bullshit. <laughs> we should start doing video podcasts just for this. All the funny faces that we can make. That, that blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> right, actually, have either of you ever heard of a TV program called The Simpsons? Hmm. I have, yeah, have. with Homer and um, Bart Simpson in it. That's it, Bart. That little bit on the Tracy Ullman show, isn't it? It is. It's just yeah. right in the middle of the Tracy Ullman show. <laughs> and they're all drawn with... <laughs> they're all so wiggly. Their lines are all wiggly. And they talk like this, yeah. boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to go to bed and do your chores, boy. Shant! Shant! <laughs> but... Bart's catchphrase. That's a classic. Shan't. I think you'll find in the course of this feature that he has a very different catchphrase. Actually, maybe in the uh, maybe in season one. Um, but yeah, as far as I remember it, it's about a bright yellow boy who gets in scrapes and enjoys having his shorts eaten. That's the catchphrase. <laughs> Eat them off him, directly. Yeah. The thing is, right? That mm. m- most of my time spent watching The Simpsons was on. Channel 4, or Sky, if I was at a rich friend's house. And I'm a Sky boy, baby. Yeah, you were a rich guy. That's um, how I got to into Kids in the Halls in the 80s. Ah, you've no. been talking about Kids in the Hall recently. We should, uh, yeah. we should connect there's, there's about n- that. <laughs> yeah, there's new Kids in the Hall coming, and I really I love how, how hit and miss they are. And I, When they hit, they hit, and when they miss, you can just enjoy their friendship. <laughs> <laughs> 
But the thing is, I started re-watching some of The Simpsons recently after a many-year absence. But you watch it on Disney Plus now. And the thing about Disney Plus is it's missing a key element of my memory of The Simpsons. And it's not the the four by three format or whatever people were upset about for some yes, reason. The, the Duff beer all coming out of the same pump joke that you missed because of yeah. that filling the it's, screen. It's this. Listen to this and tell me if anything sounds wrong. You should already have noticed it. What's wrong with this? Is it in a different sound? key? No. <laughs> It's that there's no one yammering over it. Every time I watch <laughs> things, a man would come on and say stuff over that, and now it feels like really weird and eerie to me, and it sounds wrong. So, I, <laughs> just to give you a sense of what it sounded like, this is what it used to sound like. Oh, but when will someone just eat your shorts? You've asked enough. <laughs> Speaking of asking enough, will Janine finally say yes to Christopher tonight? You'll find out during Hollyoaks in an hour. And in half an hour, a man <laughs> tries to build a helicopter, but gets tetanus off a hinge and almost dies. It's scrappy challenge. But... Coming up next, you make sure you've got your smart trousers on because you wouldn't want Trevor McDonald to see your downstairs dick now, would you? The news coming up on Channel 4. (laughs) Oh, wait. (laughs) Gotta leave these bits in. (laughs) Because those bits don't get talked over. That's the important part. (laughs) That was surprisingly effective. I... I thought you were talking about the in- the intro. It's like, no one talks during the intro. That'd be insane. <laughs> no. well, <laughs> but that's it. The, the intro has all beeps and, uh, you know, that nil nuclear pipe that flies all over Simpsons Town or whatever it is. I don't know what it's <laughs> called. Um, yeah. But, yeah, there's something. When you watch on Disney+, Plus, the, the, the gap between the next episode starting automatically is not short enough that you don't notice. That's a lot of negatives that didn't need to be in that sentence. Uh, that you, it feels wrong. There's no one talking over it. So, I personally think Disney should do their own version that could be like algorithmic and just point you to different stuff on the streaming service. So, for instance, <laughs> oh Marge, why did you eat your boy's shorts? It was all a ruse. What a rascal that bot is. Am I right? Looking for more things to watch on Disney Plus? Why not try out The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, a show where the most interesting element is how many times you have to say the to get to the end of its title. Looking to get your rocks off? Head to the star section for the sexy adult content that would make Daddy Walt wake from the dead, shit himself in ecstasy, and die all over again. Like Dope Sick, a fun TV show about opioid abuse. Meow. This would stay in. So there you go. That's what it could sound like on Disney+. Plus. But as I was making this, I suddenly realised that I just feel much more comfortable when I'm having information passed to me over the end credits music from The Simpsons. And so I feel like it should be used for more things than just The Simpsons has now ended and could be Mm. used to liven up much more dour events. So, I've tried something else that I think we could 
put into circulation, which would be this. Mr. Triangular, I find you to be utterly without remorse, without regard, and without (laughs) reason for your actions. The crimes for which you have stood accused represent some of the most appalling my courtroom has ever seen, and it comes with some degree of satisfaction that I am the one to enforce this tireless jury's verdict of guilty. I hereby punish you to the full extent of the law. I hereby sentence you to eat my shots. <laughs> Don't shush me, Mr. Triangular. <laughs> and I'm imagining as the Fox fanfare plays, I don't know, the guillotine comes down or whatever. <laughs> um, so... I think that's enlivened by being backed by the end credits music from The Simpsons and would change justice forever. And I bet <laughs> that you both want to know more about that judge who makes people eat his shorts instead of doing jail time. Yeah, yeah, that was a, a little glimpse into a universe that I want to learn more about. Well, too, he, just, he just shapes. Too bad. Because he's dead, as this obituary set to the Simpsons end credits music will attest. (laughs) Lord High Judge Simpson died today after eating too much jorts. The famously aggressive (laughs) Arbiter of Justice was born in the US, but raised in the UK after his parents died in mysterious circumstances, having seemingly been force-fed shorts. Eerily, Simpson appears to have suffered a similar fate. Notable for introducing the eating of shorts to the statute book, Simpson was a high-profile judge, often said to be overzealous in his punishments, and who appeared not just to relish passing sentences, but actively enjoyed having shorts eaten right off of his big yolk-yellow ass. Police have said that Simpson himself died with a big pair of jorts in his throat, but it's unclear how he came to be eating any shorts at all, never mind jorts. Jorts, short for genim shorts, are infamously dense and difficult to eat, and as such have never historically been used to punish criminals. Simpson died at 14 years old and leaves behind some shorts. Parliament will meet on Monday to debate whether the Queen should eat the shorts as a mark of respect. Next up in this issue of The Times, Giles Corrin makes himself look a twat again. I am interested in uh, in whether oh, hey, um, there's another one. <laughs> also interested. plays the next episode. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're straight on to the next end credits. Uh, <laughs> I'm interested in whether any um, you know roving bots will sue us for using the 20th century Fox music without any uh, overlay this many times. But I reckon it's just adverts. So anyway, that's my case for using the end credits music. To the Simpsons to deliver information. Well, I'm sure the such. bots will process that. And use yeah, it. exactly. Yeah, yeah. The bots, um, they understand fair use. They've been programmed to understand what a joke is. Yeah, they love okay. jokes. If you're making a joke, it's fine. If you make the bot giggle and it goes, <laughs> then it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's, it's rib flashes with the word tickled written on it. But it would be remiss of me not to apply this theory to regular features itself. So I will end this feature with a neat little bow by an end credits for my own feature. 
which gives a little something like this. <laughs> I actually can't believe that Chief Wiggum took away Bart's shorts so they couldn't be eaten by no one. That is not on at all. Christ alive. Coming up on regular features, Log's probably going to make Steve say something filthy for his own pleasure, like he might make him say, Ooh, I'm wearing these little pants. You can see right up the back of them, right up my trap door. And inside there, I've got a little turd. It's disgusting, actually. I don't even <laughs> get why people listen to this show, because it's not even as funny as The Simpsons. I prefer the McElroys myself. Regular, regular, regular. Right, you've got to isolate that. That's got to go as a jingle now. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you fit regular features into the shushing and the fox fanfare. It's just syllables, baby. Everything's got syllables. <laughs> yes. You can really, because um, I did that all as one bit, you can really tell when I'm surprised about how quickly the fox bit comes in. Like, I'm quite <laughs> off time for the first half of that fanfare. <laughs> I had a question about the intro of The Simpsons. When mm-hmm. Homer slams his little, little fork down and the green enriched uranium goes down the back of his collar, mm. and then in, while he's driving home in his car... He realizes there's something there and throws it into the street. Meanwhile, Bart is speeding by on his skateboard mm-hmm. and does a trick, at which point the uranium rod appears to become lodged in the skateboard. Does it make the skateboard go faster? Oh. Like it's a power-up? Turbo. Is it getting lodged? It sort of just disappears into the skateboard. Yeah, I always thought it flew under the skateboard and into the bushes. I always thought it went into the drains. Oh, my God. Oh, there is the intro when he goes past the bus stop and he picks up the bus stop and the bus drives past the bus stop and everyone misses the bus. Everyone goes, runs around, yeah. that That's some season one stuff. That's the kind of prank that des- you deserve to get exposed to extreme radiation <laughs> if you pull that shit. Yeah, I mean, if it did get lodged in your skateboard, it would make it go faster. That's how it yeah, works. Of course, yeah, because it's a radioactive skateboard now. And yeah. as everyone knows, radiation makes you go at the speed of light. Yeah. It makes you go so fast that you only get half a life. That's what I understand radiation to be about. So <laughs> makes you move twice as fast for half as long forever. Yeah. <laughs> Good feature. Thank you for that. <laughs> no worries. Thanks for being so polite in congratulating me on it. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just looking at... <laughs> I'm just looking at it now to find out where that thing goes. Also, is it different in the new and old versions of that intro? This is an old one because his face Good. is all over the fucking place. <laughs> oh no, there is a drain. No, it just gets completely absorbed by him. By the skateboard. Wait, so is he part uranium? Is that why Bart's such a troublemaker? Oh, it just disappears. It, uh, it... Can you go frame by frame on, on YouTube and... See, uh, if you press the the comma and the dot, the full stop, you can go frame by frame on YouTube, and we can find out where this uranium rod goes. It looks like it's going just goes behind a lamppost and stays there. So it's there, like a hidden object. You see a real close up of Bart's underbelly of his skirt board, and there's no uranium. I looked up. Where does the uranium go in the Simpsons opening? Uh-huh. And I haven't found a good answer found to that. seven podcasts about it. <laughs> but I have found someone being like, uh, in the Simpsons opening, Homer handles a rod of uranium that he gets rid of while commuting to home afterwards. However, as he works as a safety inspector, it doesn't seem to be part of his work responsibility to deal with uranium directly. <laughs> Is there any explanation why he does that? 
<laughs> so he's famously an incompetent hell. safety director. So he'd be juggling the uranium, getting it stuck in his clothes, exactly. throwing it at his son. Mr. Simpson is famously overweight, and as such, I don't think he qualifies for a space program. <laughs> so I'm just, I've realised there's an incredibly in-depth um, just description of all versions of the Simpsons intro sequence on Wikipedia. Oh, of course there is. Does the uranium rod exist in, like, the Super HD season 58, whatever they're on now? Um, it has to. Yes. Iconic. It does. It is there. But now it says a witty catchphrase. I'm clocking off early today, I guess. <laughs> in the new one, there is a description for where the uranium rod goes. Homer throws oh. it out. It lands in Otto's lap, and Otto eats it. <laughs> Otto, oh. Otto strokes it like a dog. God, that just sums up New Simpsons so well, doesn't it? It's just, like, what? Does he think it's a drug? Is it a drug to him? Big pill? He should have waved it like a glow stick at a rave. That makes so much more sense, Log. <laughs> he eats it. Yeah. What's the first verb you can think of? Eat. What's the funniest thing you can do to anything? I do like that when shorts. they got to... Yes, it worked short. <laughs> God, we did shorts. We can't have him just eat some shorts. That's Bart's thing. We've got to have Otto eat something else. I do like that in 2009 when they changed it, someone clearly brought up the fact that the uranium rod is like a big cliffhanger for people like us. <laughs> <laughs> so they gave it the ending it deserved. Yeah. Otto eats it. According to Wikipedia, it just bounces off the curb. It's rubbish. Mm. That's not a yeah. joke. It's like, yeah, they really set it up as like a, as a plot point early on in the intro. Maybe the golden age of The Simpsons was also shit. Maybe that's what we found out. Just sent you the video of it frame by frame for you. Oh, great. <laughs> just like, look at, it doesn't even go convincingly behind the lamppost. It just disappears oh, yeah. all in one go. Oh, my God. It must have cost them so much to make it glow, so they had to get rid of it yeah. like four frames in. <laughs> it does just disappear. Maybe that, yeah, maybe that glow effect was at the time. Like, right, they had industrial light and magic in. They had a computer the size of fucking Delaware just chugging away, getting a glowing effect. Uh, I've also found out that the US government has a whole page saying seven things the Simpsons got wrong about nuclear energy. You're like, oh, come on, oh, guys. Right. Have a fucking laugh for once. <laughs> Number one, we wouldn't even allow a rod to be in tongs, so that's wrong, yeah. isn't it? We don't put the big atomic symbol on the side of the chimney stacks. That's actually uh, not okay. It's quite crass. Circles. That would be insulting to anyone who worked there. <laughs> what a gauche decision from Mr. Burns. <laughs> oh, some of that can go in. Yeah. A little bit of discourse. Yeah, that's fucking up-to-date discourse. <laughs> <laughs> Some coins for some features, and you get a B name, and you get a B name. Toss some coins for some features, and you get a B name. <laughs> You know that dun, da, 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 da. Yeah. I want after it, I kept thinking da 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 Was there ever a longer version? Yeah, I, the intro to Fox movies. Yeah, I don't think there is 
on the Simpsons, but I think they just shortened uh, it for Searchlight TV. Pictures, isn't it? They're called. It's, it's seem, the same giant uh, blocks of tech. I seem to remember that at one point they did get rid of the second half of that fanfare in the 70s, and then George yeah. Lucas brought it back, and people liked it. Yeah. You know, the, uh, the Star Wars theme is in the key of the Searchlight um, audio thing. So that it goes da 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 and then the Star Wars is I like that George Lucas was like John Williams. I know you're a super respected, you know, musical artist, but can we make sure that this is in the key of the advert bit that plays just before the movie starts? Yeah. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Regular Features Podcast. If you like the podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and help us out by donating an amount of your choosing per episode. But why would you do that, Steve? Why would I, a man of means, want to give money to some boys like us? Well, for the love of the sport, mm. for, for one. I do mm. love sport. <laughs> but we also give you a reward. We take your old human name, we kick it in the nads or ovaries mm-hmm. and destroy it <laughs> and replace it with your very own B name. Yes! Or Bebby. Now, now I'm listening. I've got the Patreon page open but I want to hear some examples of the kind of B names that I would get if I were to give a patron amount to you boys. Fuck your good luck. This is amazing dialogue. <laughs> well you can do just that by giving B names to the following new patrons. Stuart McPhail. Maccabee, 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 Maccabee. <laughs> no, that's not it. Fail to plan. Plan B from outer space. <laughs> nice. Great stuff. Please give a B name to Dave Ernsberger. My God, it feels like there's something there, doesn't it? Mm. Thinking of Burger King's spicy bean burger, but, but beans. But it says beans. That's not a B. I gotta get bees into this burger of mine. <laughs> I'm not doing a bee name right now. I'm just trying to get there. I've got to get bees into yeah. this burger of mine. Is <laughs> isn't bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might, you may have stumbled upon it. I think your silence suggests that we did stumble upon yeah. it. <laughs> I gotta get bees into this burger of mine. Please give a bee name to Lyle Whitehead. Tate and Lyle makes the bees smile. Yes, Tate makes a sleepy bee smile. Tate and Lyle makes a sleepy bee smile. <laughs> Tate and Lyle makes a sleepy, the, a sleepy bee. A sleepy bee. Smile. Nice. Finally, please give a bee name to Andy Mulholland. Drive me to the bee mausoleum. I'm going to dig up your mum. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Is that the queen? I suppose, yeah. I, I don't know. Oh. I thought. There's exoskeleton being exhumed. But there's nothing there. Oh my god. She was never dead. She's had a second hive. Bigamy! (laughs) Well, if you'd like your own bee name and access to the Beehive, the regular features exclusive patron, patron exclusive Discord channel where we all hang out, have little parties together, tell jokes and. Talk about yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we post pictures in behind the scenes, not unlike the one we're about to post. Oh no, it didn't work. My screenshot button didn't work. Oh no, I don't even have a print screen button. I'll do it. I'll do it. You do it. Okay, fantastic. 
we all look <laughs> so sensible. I'm going to post that in there right now. Good. It's going to blow their minds on a Saturday morning. Yeah, what? The, they are going to be fucking kicking off in that hive. It's going to be like a little problem. It's like coming out of the cinema and it being daylight. I'm just going to finish doing a podcast with you boys and not be really drunk. This is mm. astonishing. Uh, if you'd like your own B-name and access to the Beehive, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features. Or you know what? Just help us out by listening and telling your friends mm. all about the podcast. If you tell five friends, we're only five generations away five generations away from everyone on the planet listening, so do your bit. Mm. If you want to stop listening, you need to tell two people to start listening. That way, the podcast can survive and thrive. And if you miss a single episode, you have to start again from episode one. We'll be back next week with another episode of the podcast. <laughs> Regular Ficheros.